Warning, this podcast includes content not suitable for younger audiences, or older audiences, or anybody really. Run while you still can, we're the Hapless Heroes. Before we leave, yeah. I sneak my head back in and go, Nighthawk. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another installment of the Hapless Heroes. I'm Francesco, your host and DM for this D&D adventure. To my left, we have Joe playing Ezra. Hey. We have Mike playing Quinn. Hello. We have Dave playing Zero. Hey. Zach playing Paradil. Greetings. And James playing Hoblet the Smasher. Evening, friendos. So Ready la- to ride. Yeah, so last time on the Hoblet show, I mean on Hapless Heroes. <laughs> Hoblet uh, was smashing. You guys um, headed out to the city of Riverford. You noticed that Felix had already gone and left you guys a note that uh, Hoblet promptly burned after reading. Um, Thanks. Also a contract and the letters that you guys were in previous possession of. And you burned went out to reading. Riverford. Encountered after a, skimming. Yeah, right. Encountered a uh, checkpoint along the I way. I saw the words. <laughs> With my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, how much digestion of those went on. And uh, so you made it to this checkpoint and, you know, these guards that were presumably from, you know, Riverford, they were bearing the seal at least, um, you know, Quinn, they noticed some sort of deal happening between the um, the caravan guards and the checkpoint guards. And there was also like a sort of an inspection of, for like dangerous magical items to which a random NPC was just hunt, uh, killed because he tried to run away during the inspection. And they carried out some evidence, like some alchemists, alchemi- alchemical fire and a wand of missiles and whatnot. And you guys actually had end up, ended up having to leave the rod at the checkpoint that you guys got from Tabby and 31 Square because there appeared to be something magical about it, but it was uh, unknown to the people inspecting it. But you did kind of pay them a bit of a sort of a deposit to keep it safe. And, you know, they were straight with you. So it'll be there when you leave. Um, so you made it to Riverford and after some poking around and you know, Hoblet talking. I mean, mildly successfully in Paradil kind of assisting with the conversation, uh, managed to get in contact with somebody who works for the Baron. And he's, you managed to, uh, yeah, Rex, this uh, halfling. And happens cute to. Cute little guy. Yeah. A little buggy. I wouldn't say he's cute. He's eye to eye with Hoblet. But he's sort of walking you guys up to, uh, yeah, about, you guys are about the same height. You're just much stockier. Because you're a dwarf. Um, but mm-hmm. he's like walking you up sort of the steps to the, the Baron's keep to kind of uh, arrange a supervised meeting with the Baron. So we left off on the steps. You guys are walking up to the keep. You can see that there's a set of outer gates that lead into sort of the general like uh, courtyard, like outer courtyard of the, of the, of the keep like mansion. And 
he kind of goes off to the left to one of the entryway doors on the left side of the building and kind of opens up into this um you know like hallway and foyer and he kind of walks through walks you through a few different hallways and rooms of the house until you guys get to um you know what appears to be a a parlor with like a large like large table and some chairs and like a, like a bar and you know like just carpeted you know floors and sort of the you know like torches on the wall um different like flags like and banners bearing the symbol of the uh, you know city of riverford and he says uh, okay fellas have a seat we'll, we'll 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 gather up the troops just make yourselves comfortable uh, help yourselves to a drink and uh i'll be right back and you kind of see like two guards step into the room as he steps out to kind of just you know hang out keep an eye on you guys and um he's just kind of he walks out for a bit to presume they go one get the door in one door out uh no there's two there's one on either side of the room. Uh, they're op- side. op- opposite sides of the room. Either side, like yeah. This. If you want, if you want orientation of cardinal directions, right? So you you entered in um, from the southern door, and there's a door to the north, to your left. Are both doors uh, on the same your... side of the room, or are they on opposite sides of the room? I would say opposite corners. I mean, they're not really, they're not centered. Yeah. You know, there's a fireplace in here that's that's burning and. You know, it's a very cozy, like meeting room, so to speak. You guys just lounging out, waiting, right? Nothing else happening in the meantime. Just want to make sure no one's like trying to do anything before. Okay, yeah. And after a few minutes pass, um, Zero sets his arm down on the table and is playing with something, like almost like he's spinning something on his arm. Sure. Uh, after after a few minutes, about about ten minutes, um, the door opens again. You see Rex walk in with about. There's six guys. Um, they're all wearing. Some of them are wearing like maybe chains. Some of them are wearing like leather. Rex plus six. Rex plus six, and then plus two at the door. So they're and then behind that, that escort, this large portly, like, um, gentleman, like tan skin, like sort of scraggly beard, and like you know somewhat balding hair. Like sort of in the top, but he's got like the ring, like sort of like the friar ring hair. Um, walks in and he kind of like barely squeezes through the door. Really tall guy too, maybe about six four, just you know, hulking massive human. Walks in, he's like kind of draped in all this this finery, um, that's like somewhat armored too. Like you know, it's but it's like very it's more to be ornate than it is to be like anything protective. He's just kind of a very lavish fella, you know, gold chains and. Just, I mean, very decorated. Um, Would you outfit. assume he's the Baron of Riverford? Yes. And he takes a seat at the head of the table, um, sort of at the farther end from where you guys are at. His, uh, some of his guys sit down at the table. Some of them are stand, stand at, you know, along the walls of the room. So he says nothing during all of this. No, he's walking in just dead silent. Once he sits down, right, kind of snaps his fingers. One of the guys. Brings over a goblet. Another guy runs over with a, uh, a carafe of wine, pours it into this like ornate chalice, and he kind of leans back, like very slowly. You can kind of hear like the wood creaking in the chair as he's like leaning back, you know, because it's it's barely supporting his weight. And he says, uh, "What brings you to my kingdom? You better have a good reason." Rex here tells me there's a price on my head. You tell me. Who sent you? 
or we have nothing to discuss here. You kind of just see him like kind of tapping his fingers on the table. He's got like a ring on each finger too. I mean, this guy is just like decked out. So Quinn kind of steps up. Now, Rex has the contract, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, There's two sides to every story. You wanted his side. Okay, don't get sassy. Get it. (laughs) Uh, So I guess the way I'll start is uh, we are... We okay, so we have been given the contract that he, I'm assuming your buddy Rex here has already showed you uh, to uh, retrieve your head and deposit it for our own. Uh, we've basically been bribed in order to do this. Right, you have you st- you still haven't answered my question. Who is this white rose? Bitch. (laughs) I... I grow tired. I... Give him the name. Of who? Oh, I forget her name. Kip. Kip, Kip. yeah, yeah, Captain Kip. So you say Captain Kip? Joe's lover. Okay, no, that's it. I feel like like we have to at this point. There's really no... You've already given the contract... And he says, and okay. we're, we're no. kind of backed up in a corner, you, you, so I will you, give him the name. You see him kind of like... We need to gain trust. Yeah. That's kind of my goal here. Mm-hmm. You, you see him kind of smirk and like kind of like scoff a little bit. And it's like, <laughs> that crazy hag is uh, the one who sent you here. And so I kind of... I She's kinda, still holding that grudge. I kind of give him a little smirk back and I say, Skull Dex lover? <laughs> no, she wishes. <laughs> and you see him kind of like, you know, just like almost cough a little bit as like you see a little bit of food that he ate later kind of come up a little bit in, in his beard. Um, classy. Yeah, real, real classy gentleman. He's disgusting. <laughs> um, and he says, what did she tell you? She told us that you were the scoundrel instigator <laughs> of the assassinations of the king and queen and crown prince. She's still trying to spin that tale, huh? Oh, she is. I wouldn't want them dead. We were good friends. We had many arrangements. Our kingdoms prospered together. Why would I want them dead? Ask yourself that question. Well, that's what we're here to find out. There is two sides to every story. He says. Okay. Well, I appreciate your honesty. It, uh, it's, it's a hard thing to find these days. And he says, I had arrangements with the former king and queen. We shared some trade deals that were beneficial to both of our kingdoms. And after their passing, I have actually had to resort to underground means to procure things that were once freely available. Because this new queen doesn't seem to understand the value of what we saw. 
But I assure you, I had nothing to do with it. And I have it on good authority that someone called the Nighthawk was actually the one responsible for the deaths of the royal family. He says, uh, my late friend Morden Kragar was tasked with an assignment, but uh, sadly, he was killed the other day. Hmm. And my sources also tell me that uh, a band of adventurers matching slightly your description <laughs> were the ones who killed him. So I'm going to ask you another question. What did you find with the late Morden Kragar? And you, I mean, he's, he's like, he's, he has not stopped like, like almost like, you know, just like, like he's, he has this like sort of like cocky grin on his face. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's not hiding any, he's not hi- trying to hide the fact that like he has your fucking number. Well, what I would like to do. Zero's poker face is perfect. Yeah. Quinn is giving <laughs> you uh, no, tread no, no. carefully look. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I feel like we're in a spot where we could tell him that we found the letters, mm-hmm. but maybe not mention him that they're literally in my pocket since nine of his guys came in. None of them searched us. They're not going to search us now. So well, that doesn't ask, tell him she has oh, these letters that, that we saw. <laughs> I laughed earlier. Cause I had this idea that Hoblet was going to be eating some kind of big piece of fruit and he was going to draw that symbol on the table and be like, who do you know that uses this symbol then? If it wasn't you. That that like, symbol, if you're looking at that symbol, dude, that that, yeah. that seal is literally plastered yeah, all over the all walls. Over the, so who would uh, sign? Like, I know I would just draw it and ask him who else would sign with that symbol. Like, she has a note that's... But, well, I mean, I don't see the purpose of drawing it, but... That, that, he, <laughs> dude, I mean, the Baron... Point hold on, hold on. Hold on. To clear something up, the Baron is the one who wrote the note with that seal. Yeah, that's yeah. that's his seal. His Didn't letter. that letter... It was the Baron asking Kragard to find out who the Nighthawk was and that Arianne Black would know. Oh, I confused the letters up then. Yeah. Never mind. All right, I don't know then. Should I just give this dude the letters before all the ten of these people kill us? No. I want to hold strong. Yeah, you're right. Fuck the police. He's still sitting. I, okay, so so I got okay. So um, I like the idea of not necessarily showing him the letters, but telling him that they're in but, existence. Okay, so we we are a unaffiliated group of adventurers who are looking to expand our horizons. We may or may not have evidence uh, of your connection to Rhaegar. Kragar. Kragar. Zero just kind of shrugs a little bit here. Looks at Quinn. Your torturers couldn't get anything out of him. What makes you think we were going to get anything? He says, well, they weren't my torturers. That's semantics. He says, fine. I'll make you a counteroffer. You have my ears. 
you find out who this Nighthawk is. And you bring me their head. And I will triple the price of this contract. Thousand gold is a paltry sum for an assassination. Three thousand is a bit hard to split five ways. Oh, use a calculator. <laughs> are you I will to, are you be trying the to calculator persuade for more? if I have yeah, to. Okay, give me, uh, give me persuasion. And this is why Quinn doesn't step up. That <laughs> uh, was 16. Okay, he got an 11. So he says, All right, I see that you are reasonable gentlemen and skilled if you can defeat Morden Kragar without breaking a sweat. So we'll make it 4,500. You fellas okay with that? 900 apiece. I mean, Hoblet looks over yeah. very impressed. Yeah. <laughs> but you have one week to give me some results. Got any leads? What information do you have about this? Night? Well, I probably would have had more information had you not killed Morden Kragar. Well, Seeing as how whatever information he managed to extract died with him. Allegedly. Right. <laughs> he should have stayed alive longer. He says, I may be fat, but I'm not stupid, gnome. <laughs> I could eat you for dinner in two bites. Fair enough. <laughs> he says, so we have a deal. You bring me the Nighthawk's head, 4,500. If you manage to even just produce the identity of this Nighthawk, I will pay you the equivalent of the contract that was offered to you by this White Rose. The Nighthawk would have the answers to who really murdered the royal family, and that's what I want to get to the bottom of. So I'm tired of these accusations being thrown in my face. Well, what's going to happen with the contract? You'll pay. He'll pay you a thousand to give him the identity of the the Nighthawk. If oh, you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't kill them and bring him, bring right, you so know, bring him their head. Bring the head, forty five hundred. Okay. Find the identity at least. Get a thousand. Yeah. Mid offer. I kind of Quinn kind of just scopes around. Nobody seems to be making any sort of. Questionable looks. No. no. So, uh, zero nods at you. Yeah. Quinn just kind of says, deal. Okay. I knew you were a reasonable man. He says, well, you have work to do. We do. You have one week. I'll be watching. And he disappears in a pocket. Is this guy actually Santa Claus? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know when you're not here, nice. Uh, and he and he 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 kind of. Wait, how is he dressed again? You said he's a big, jolly guy. No, <laughs> never said jolly. Yeah, no, nowhere no near jolly. jolly. No. The person who turned sideways through the door was wearing uh, friar's robes or something. You said right? No, he has a fr- like that friar, friar like that friar oh, okay. haircut with a balding haircut oh, okay. and like just these very lavish like gold 
everything robes and Paradil has a sneaking suspicion that this guy is Santa Claus. Or Santa Claus's uncle. Does does that does Santa no Claus, Claus? I was just gonna say, is that is that a is that a thing it's, in is this it, world? I think that's canon now, but only for gnomes. Santa Claus. Noma Claus. No no <laughs> yes, use the right nomenclature. Oh, uh, get out. <laughs> get out. Get out. Uh, anyways. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he, so... but you, you see him, like, you know, take the, his very large and fat fingered hand and, you know, with all these rings on it and just kind of motions to the door, like, now get out. So We were one vote away from just coming down and killing this guy. Dude. Yeah, but now we've got. Fucking yeah, no possibility of making. Times the yeah. Yeah, but we got no leads. We, well, before we, we well, knew, we called we, investigation. Yeah. Should we choose to off the Baron now? We've uh, nuked our element of surprise. Yes. I'm not saying this part until we are somewhere outside of the compound. Thank by you. the way, yeah, of right. course. These are all internal thoughts. Well, I'll, I'm even making an external thought in our next Dark Vision meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Could we call those meetings, I mean, Are You Afraid but, I mean, of the Dark? Still, they may Wait. be a little bit more limited, but I think that gaining the trust of the Baron is going to be... Yeah. Whether or not we turn on the Baron is our own choice in the future, but... We're going to yeah. have to kill Rex, too. I have... <laughs> I think we should definitely kill Rex before I have the feeling that there, are, no there is no... There's yes. no perfect play for this. There's no right answer. Right. There, there's ones that are less wrong, but there's no right answer. To there's this. also choices that so, move plot. Yeah. If I'm looking for the sketchiest person I know at this time, let's head back down to the docks and see if we can find some back alley. What, what do you think a shipment of mirrors is coming? Yeah, maybe. Anybody else got an idea? We got no leads. I mean, let's go back to the runner. House I feel like the prostitutes are Whoa, definitely the best place to start. That's you totally burned him, and he didn't even fucking notice. Right over his head. It did. Great. Oh yeah. It's okay. The audience will know. I'll know when served. I listen. You're an idiot. I feel like the old biddy at the probably house. walking around your kitchen, idiot. The old biddy at the runner house might know a thing or two about the knife. The old biddy there? Yeah. You mean that dude behind the table? The the dude woman? Mr. Manager. She, Miss Manager. The uh That's right. The A gender. Alright, so we le- we obviously have yeah. left his dom we don't want to anger him. We're not just sitting yeah. No, oh yeah, we pieced no, out like long no, ago. Right. Oh yeah, um, no, he kicked you the fuck out. So we're sort of wandering about Yeah. Looking for information, yeah. Looking for the place to hold the next dark meeting. Um, is there I like think... some sort of like weapons? I mean, th- th- we were in a yeah. city You're full a city. of blacksmiths. Yeah. All right, let's go How, to... Do we have a time a limit? saturated market. You have a week. A week, right, right, right. Yeah. All right, let's try to look around for like the shadiest looking like blacksmith we can find. I don't know if there's a lot of shady blacksmiths. I feel like if there's, anything, if there's, like, if there's, there's businesses that would be shady, I don't think my mind would immediately gravitate towards like a, a blacksmith. Like they're just dudes like hammering Did away with. Screw you over at some point. Yeah. <laughs> they sold me a lemon mace. Maybe like it was a, actually a lemon like a, uh, <laughs> on a stick. I'm trying to think of what kind of. I was thinking the docks. According to Paradell, if they're not him, they're shady. All right. Mm. Um, could Quinn use his, uh, renown with, like, sailors and... 
You can probably, I mean, <laughs> you know, people, you know, people at the docks. Yeah. All right. You would probably know some, you would I know some we, folks. I think honestly, like know. my strategy is to drop the name Nighthawk as much as I can, because I feel like it'll get back to him that we're looking for him. And I like that. Like, I feel like why, why use up so much of our energy trying to find a guy that clearly, with, I mean, his name is Nighthawk. Clearly he's not somebody that's just like. Walking around in, the, in, you know. Part of me feels like when the night hawk comes to get you, though, he doesn't like sit down and talk. He like, ah. <laughs> right, but at this point, I mean, at this right. point, we have dark vision. Yeah. But again, if that if that's the case, then like for Quinn, morally speaking, obviously chopping off his head is going to be the choice to make. Like I don't. All like, right. I feel like if he if he has if he has. So let's go see what I could get down with this. I just. Nighthawks. Sounds like a scare. You're the now, smasher. Now Hobbit's now you're, now you're. Oh my god. He, I, he's, tread I can't handle this. I, I get the feeling <laughs> that Hoblet just feels a lot like Charlie from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. When the night Enthused Hob- about the stupidest things. Right. Scared about things that no one should be scared right. of. Right. The Nightman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like ghouls. Where are we yeah. and what's, what's around? I mean, I would say you guys are still probably in the Commerce District. I mean, you're. I mean, like, imagine walking through, like, I don't know, like, if you, you know, just like any sort of mild, like, you know, mid-sized city. I mean, you have like kind of sort of commerce Buffalo, and shops. New York. And... <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, I'll envision myself walking around maybe an Allentown neighborhood in Buffalo, New York. Oh my God. <laughs> um, and gross. I mean, there's just, you know, a variety of storefronts, like I said before. There's, like, I mean, all manner of retail shops, you know, food, drinks. It's pretty, uh, you know, there's a lot of different places to go. There's several different streets that you can go down along the sort of ring that goes around the Commerce District. Where can I get some good chutney? Some mango chutney. Never mind, I'm not even hungry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, you do pass a few stores, though. Um, like in the mango district. You actually, there's actually one rather. Um, you see, like things like um, oh, there's Hondo's holistic uh, herbs. Okay. There's uh, Edward's exquisite edibles. Yeah. There's also a very. This is a, this is a specialty store, but it's Ignatius's intuitive inks for illiterate individuals. Is that the the inks work for the in, illiterate individuals? Yes. I remember that guy. Intuitive inks. Mm-hmm. There's Octavius's outrageous oddities. I All mean, alliteration I aside, <laughs> could we find a store that we did there? I see what you did Get there. Get out! Get out! No, that was great. Anyways, yes, you were saying. Is there any stores that look like humans would want to go into them? All of them look like, like I feel like I feel like the objective I feel like the objective of a store is to make it look like you want humans to go into them so that they go and buy the things that you want them to buy. Those stores, dispensaries, right? Like yeah, covers for weed dealerships. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. It has to be a dispensary. Hondo's herbal herbs. Hondo's holistic herbs. Right. Herbs. herbs. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> definitely a cover for a dispensary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and edibles. Yeah, there was right. an edibles place. Right. Edard's exquisite edibles. Yes. Right. So like we need. I like the sound of the oddities one. Let's go in there. Oh yeah, okay. Octavius's outrageous oddities. Yeah. All right. Yeah. See yeah. if Octavius is in. Yeah, yeah, that's actually just a head shop. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Actually, I mean, you walk in here, there's like a whole like weird variety of items. I mean, trinkets range, ranging from Vape like pens to one hitters. <laughs> like uh, there's there's actually a preserved a preserved um, beholder eye that they're selling. There's um, is they... beauty in it? Uh, Whatever. Get out. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, the floodgates have opened. The fuck is a beholder eye? So, a beholder is probably one of the more iconic creatures in the D&D world. It is a giant floating eyeball with a bunch of other eyeball stocks that shoots disintegration rays and other nasty things at you. Mm-hmm. And it's really mean. Hey, you remember playing Doom? Remember the big tomato-like demons, pretty much? Sexual. Picture that, except there's a bunch of eye stocks and like it shoots <laughs> fucking lasers at you. So yeah. just one eye. One big eye in the center, and then a whole bunch of stalks with eyes. Which on them. eye is the one that they have, though? Is it a stalk it's, eye? It's or actually is it a it's, center it's the eye? center eye. Yeah, because that makes a difference. There are extra That's eyes hero at the versus end of all these extra. appendages off the. Yes, but yeah, top. this is this is like the like the eye of the beholder. Okay, the eye. Yeah, not just the one beholder. of the eyes. No, it's the I mean, big it's center eye. eye. But, you know, Why is he holding yes. a bee? He's for real, get, though. He's going to get stung. No, no. For real. Like, leave. He's holding it by the thorax so that he can point the stinger away. Um, but Octavius is behind the counter before yeah. we digress too far down the fucking pun hole. Yeah, we're already too far gone. Yeah. Um, the beauty of it. And, like, you know, like the bell rings as you enter. And he's sitting there, you know, behind this, um, behind his, you know, this, this desk, little register on top. He's like, what can I help you with? What are you looking for today? Well, our friend's birthday's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? What is, that? what is your friend like? Uh, you know, kind of like a Nighthawk. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like a womp womp. <laughs> he, says, he says a what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a... <laughs> a bird that flies at night. A, n- a Nighthawk. Sort of a so like a regular hawk. Kind of a he's kind of an an eccentric. He just goes by the name Nighthawk. I'm never telling you guys any of my plans ever again. So wait a second. (laughs) So wait, hold on. You're looking. So wait, you're looking for a. You want you you want to get your friend a person named Nighthawk? Is that? Is it, am I following you correctly here, sir? I'm oh, the you nosy. You have a friend named Nighthawk? No, I'm just asking if this is what you're asking me. Oh, no, you don't? No, never mind then. We'll I just like ready. saying the word Nighthawk. It's great. Nighthawk. <laughs> you, you know people you know, named Nighthawk. Brilliant, brilliant plans implemented by idiots. And what, what you'll notice is like... He'll, like that's what this is. Like it's literally like Quinn comes up with the plan and you guys destroy it. Zero, zero has the confused Travolta look where he's we just slowly like slowly you know, back out of the army shop and go into another store. Before we leave, yeah. I sneak my head back in and go, Nighthawk. Quinn probably scolds all of us on the street. <laughs> He just lines up, uh, lines us up, and gives us a, yeah, like a three Stooges slap. <laughs> oh, that's definitely gonna be the soundbite for this episode. Um, anyway, this is why I don't come up with plans. <laughs> so now we're gonna go into the herb store, and we're oh, gonna sure, let yeah. Quinn do the talking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, now I get to do the talking. <laughs> now I get to dig the hole deeper. 
Yes. No, it, this is it. No, the, that hole's in the past. Run a new hole here. Yeah, the oddity right, shop. We, was uh, we backed rooms. slowly out of the oddity shop. <laughs> I, I mean, like all you, all that was left was for you to wink every time you said Nighthawk. <laughs> he said it more times than I did. Yeah, I only said it once. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but you said it with meaning. <laughs> I sang it and, and and purpose. So, anyways, you guys go into Hondo's Holistic Herbs. And, you know, out in the display, I mean, it's a, it's a variety of different, like, um... Indica, sativa, no. blends. <laughs> no. Like, Salvia. herbalist supplies. Like, there is, you uh, know... Like, hydroponic gear, lights, and yeah. <laughs> like, clones. Yeah, or even... No, you're, or even you're letting him drive again. Or even, like, different, like, herbs and reagents for, like, alchemy and, like, you know, herbology. Is meth an herb? <laughs> No. <laughs> no. It's a crystallized potion. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, there's like a whole bunch of different things in here. Like a lot of different varieties of plants and, 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 and Would planting they have anything supplies. Would a, a hemp rope from? I'm sure that there would be a plant right, that could enough. produce hemp. It's not weed. <laughs> Just no. kidding. We gave a disclaimer. All right. A giant meteor falls from the sky and impales Thank just you. Hoblet, and he is incinerated to dust. I thought it was going to be all of us, and I was still thankful. No, I'm also just. Thankful. I was still thankful. <laughs> Anyways, I tried to roll a save, but uh, you, you see some. You, you see a, a halfling behind the behind the counter says, uh, "Can I help you, fellas, with just browsing today?" Just looking for a gift for a friend. <laughs> He's like, oh. And but you, but, but when you say that, oh my god, I could fucking, I could see both of you at the same time, and you literally opened your mouth up. You see, as this, as as this guy is engaging in conversation with Peridil, someone else who saw you open your mouth to speak walks over to you like, oh, I can help you over here, sir. While they talk about a gift for his his friend, <laughs> I don't even know why. Like, what, like, okay, you have a guy in front of you, Quinn. Sure. <laughs> in the background, Quinn can just hear Hoblet and Peridot saying Nighthawk over and over again, and just like Ezra in the corner is going Nighthawk, Nighthawk, Nighthawk. <laughs> I don't even know how to fix this. Okay. Um, uh, you, it's not we at this point. Yeah, I know. It's I want to say you. me, but it's, it's you. like, it's I you. Uh, have no connection to those people over there. Zero is still between the two groups now with the, just the confused Travolta look on his face. Just like tennis match. Like, yeah, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? This is a shop for humans and I am not. And I, why am I here? Help me. Help me, robot Jesus. I mean, like, I, I guess I'm still confused why we're going into stores and talking to, like... Because he's looking for shady businesses. Upstanding individuals who obviously probably have no connection or no knowledge of of any of this. So Do what, they? Well, see, I guess, I guess it's... Yeah, that's like, I, I, I mean... I want to go to shadier areas. 
I guess is where I'm at. Like I don't. So Quinn just walks out the door while yeah, you guys I'm are off. like I, shopping. I, I want nothing to do with anything you guys are, are selling. Mid conversation, the person just said, "Can I help you?" And you just although yeah, I also walk. do not want to split the party in any way. So no, go so for we it. Walk or... out with it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, DM. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for your permission. <laughs> well, no, no. Do you have anything that you want to say to the the person that pulled you aside? Oh yeah, great stole. Um. And then he walks out. <laughs> Great area. I love all your herbs. Because um, that's how British people would say it anyway. Yeah, I'm... I mean... I guess, okay, before I leave... You hear the cashier whisper to Hoblet, You know, if you want some of the good stuff, we have it in the back. Okay. <laughs> Have him roll a perception check. To yeah, see to see if he hears it. Snooty about his plan, and our plan seems to have worked. No, no, no. Okay, we perceive nothing. So Hoblet. So should we run over and tell him all? No, this actually, you know what? We cracked yeah. it. Yeah, we cracked the code. Yeah. Our, our a, what, what code did you crack? You didn't crack anything. We tried to get weed. Business. All we <laughs> were trying to get is weed. All right. So, we so tried to get to the back room, and we found it. We found it, or at least one of them. So Hobbit. So, so for, they wave for, over to for, for purposes of of an audience who can't see what's happening right now, Fran, our wonderful and loving DM, is literally beside himself at this moment. He's not. Yeah, he's, he's not, near not his literally mind. beside himself. He's not, he's like, it's still just he's figurative. Gone. Figuratively, he's beside. He, he's literally walked out the door of this mental. No, still deranged. not. No, because he's still in his chair. He hasn't he's literally walked out a door. <laughs> He's literally lifting up his glasses and rubbing the bridge of his nose like he can't fucking stand what's happening right now because we're ruining everything. The future English because... teacher is literally messing up the word literally. Literally. <laughs> literally. So I have nothing written here, guys. Like We're just making it up as we're going along. Hoblet, Hoblet is going to wave to the rest of the party a couple times to sort of come this way, and he's going to go... Like, of course, we're trying to get to the, the back room. Thank you. So, time. in this back room, right. um, it's dimly lit. With the, well, with, that's with, okay. Is it a 60 foot by 60 foot room? Yes. Boo. Perfect. 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 Make sure. Boo. Hiss. Boo. Boo. Anyways, rather than finding weed back here, there are a bunch of um, like compounds back here that would be deemed um, illegal in certain circles as they are capable of producing potions with um, some rather nasty effects. We're talking like briar thorn, which is typically used in some potions, uh, in some poisons, I mean. And we're also talking about, you know, there are some substances, so to speak, that could be abused, but they're not like, they're not like necessarily like herbs. They're more like um, things that can be create, make you know, created to make certain very, very potent potions. Similar to what we saw earlier. Correct, like alchemists' fire and things like that as well. Yes. Hmm. And uh, he says, "What, uh, what, what suits your fancy? Are you, you, uh, we don't really necessarily, but uh, you know, we don't necessarily care what you want to." do with these we only ask that you know you protect our legitimate business here by just not making anything dangerous here in town 
Or if you do, like, it didn't come from us. We just, we're just passionate about herbs. You don't want me to start smashing. I'm not there. No, yeah, I waved everybody down. Oh, I, like, waved I, to the group. Yeah, okay. he did. To, to, right, to, right, wave, yeah. to bring everybody down. Well, Figuring that this was the moment that you really were trying to, like, we need to finesse our way to finding the Nighthawk. Zero is interesting. These people are sketchy sure. people trying to sell right. chemicals. So, Peridol, so Peridol perks up. Yeah. Zero is interested in trying to find uh, something that would work as a tranquilizer. A tranquilizer? Yeah. Okay. Like um, something uh, something liquid, perhaps. There's nothing liquid back here necessarily. I mean, there are some. I mean, there are maybe a few extracts. There can be some oils and things like that. But right. um, there's no assembled potions back here. Ah, okay. Let me ask you, friend. We're going to have to go up against a foe that we know almost nothing about, only in name. So what we're looking for mostly is information. I I guess I can help you answer a question if I have an answer for you. Who do we go in this town with a name to find a head? <sighs> He's like, listen, I I want nothing to do with Who this. Who do we go and to? And we I I didn't send you. I if they if they ask, I never sent you. But I heard Boris the butcher was the guy to talk to. He 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 frequents the runner house. He likes their tea for some reason. He's the guy that people usually go to if they want to find out who someone is. All right. I would also say more than Craig, but I heard that uh, he's dead. You heard it right. Question number two. You got any weed? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Negative. No. I do ask just the sidebar, probably uh, just before we leave. So, like, I'll hold this action till just before we leave. But I want to okay. ask about uh, trying to find maybe a book on uh, how to make uh, certain potions and stuff. I'm looking to make a kind of a tranquilizer liquid. Hmm. They sell a few here. All right. Um, you said they had nothing uh, liquid in the back that would do that. No, but they have the books. Oh, the books. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't know if uh, that sort of thing would be a banned substance or something. I mean, the books aren't illegal reading. It's not illegal to read books. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they, they're possess. restricting uh, that the same way in our modern it, world. We'd restrict, like, you know, bombs or, you know, a book I, mean, I guess I guess you're right. So I would say that, yeah, he's got the books in the back at least. All right. Okay. Um, how much for one of those books? So we're, we're talking, this would probably be more under the uh, intermediate poison making. All right. And... Uh, a book like that, especially now because of the times, would probably run you about, why don't we say 11 gold? Okay, I can do that. Yeah. Just keep it in my head for now. A book on poison, or, uh, yeah, intermediate poison making. Sure. 11 yeah. gold. And I'll read up on it. I'll come get the materials at a different time. Sounds good. Thank you. You'll have my custom again. <laughs> All right. Boris the Butcher. Let's go get this mask. Let's head to the meat district. <laughs> See if or we can find Boris, which is where we were told he frequents. Yeah, I just wanted to say meat district. I was thinking about it. Look, what time of day <laughs> is it? That's for later. Meat packing. About what time Let's of day is it? It, it? it can't be eleven in the afternoon anymore. No, no, it's <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're we're well past eleven in the afternoon. 
We are now at about maybe two or three o'clock in the afternoon. All right, let's head back to the run. Six huh? or seven in the afternoon? No, actual legitimate afternoon. Literally. You yeah. know, I do mention the meat district sounds like a good idea around dinner time, though. There's got to be a steakhouse around here somewhere. Mm. I appreciate your concern, Zero, for our human stomachs. Really? Human, our, our real I, stomachs. No one us. here is human. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, I love well, that we are saying that, and yet none of us are human. Yeah. What is it? I, mean ter- to I be too human, need though? certain materials from the, <laughs> from the steak. We are humanoid. <laughs> yes. Right. You're humanoid. Human- yes. Our humanoid stomachs. Interestingly need. enough, Zero can use a little bit of protein for various uh, reactions he's got going internally. Bitch in. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone. Like pooping. I Yeah, I mean, if you guys wander around for a bit, you can make it to the meat district. <laughs> let's go to the meat by, district. Yeah, let's see if we can find Boris's meat house. We're going to the runner house. Ask whatever her name is. Ethel. Ethel. Wait, is that, hold on, is it actually her name in the movie? Is that... I don't know. Whatever, if it is. I'm trying to remember her name. It does, I don't know, I just like that, though. I mean, even if, I really feel like no one's going to give a shit if we just, even if it is Ethel. Is her right. name Ethel? I have no idea. And, I, and I'm too lazy to IMDB it, so. I feel like she, Ethel sounds like a smoker. Yeah. So, yes, Ethel is still there, minding the minding the front of the store. Tended shop. Uh, so, yeah, I ask her. If she, she, she sees Perido walk in. She's like, ah, oh, what do you want again? Hello, sir. Good day, Perido shops. Can't <laughs> 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 speak for another character. <laughs> I know. That was hilarious, though. I go up to her, I go, you know you love me. I, I, I literally met you for like 30 seconds. <laughs> love at first sight, baby. Can someone get this man out of my face, please? <laughs> the social ineptitude of this group is just... You're rolling around with a door. I'm just playing my character, man. <laughs> he doesn't know how to do. Uh, Quinn goes to her and asks about uh, Boris the Butcher if she's seen him today. Yeah, he's right over there. Perfect, thanks. <laughs> so I walk over to Boris the Butcher and I introduce myself. Quinn Southwind, that's K-W-I-N. Uh, we are looking for... Uh, we were told that you are, are good at finding folk. And uh, you see that Boris the Butcher, even though his name would suggest that he is... Well, I mean, I guess like, you know, probably what you're picturing in your mind. Boris, <laughs> Boris the Butcher is this... Um... 12-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually, I, that, I'm going to roll with that. I like that so much better than what I had in my mind. <laughs> she, you see... I just picture this little ponytail. She's chewing on like a, a bubblegum cigar... <laughs> yes. She has a candy cigarette, you know, like a pe- candy a pack of candy cigarettes on the table. She's tamping down. Yeah, overalls. she's tamping down. Yeah, oh, yeah. Overalls, uh, so, some like some like you know like scraggly like mid length hair, and she says, "Why? Who's asking?" <laughs> I did already introduce myself. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only 12. Yeah, I'm only 12. Give me a fucking break, man. <laughs> Clearly very bad short-term memory. <laughs> she says, Who are you looking for? Maybe I can help you find them. And you see she kind of gets tired of like chewing on this bubblegum cigar. She just bites like a chunk of it off. She starts like chewing it and blowing bubbles. 
Uh, we are in search of a gentleman by the, that goes by the name of Nighthawk. Well, I don't know any gentleman by the name of Nighthawk. But I knew do, 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 the name does sound familiar. What's it worth to you? What are you asking for? <laughs> well, well. <laughs> a man who comes here with nothing to offer has nothing to say to me. I just want to like offer her like a doll. He's just, he's just, he's just. <laughs> I can get can, you a little, can a little doll. Off. We can pass him <laughs> off as right someone now else. Right now is when we actually need Felix to fucking make something really quick. I already he's have, always wants no, to make I have something. A, I have a music box. <laughs> Do you like music, little girl? <laughs> Who doesn't? I've got a music box. Handmade. It's quite the collector's item. You know, roll me persuasion on that. You're a salesman, right? So. Seven. She says, eh, what else you got? What do you want? I can make you anything. I can make you, uh... Uh, another music box so you'll have two <laughs> very nice collector's items I can make you a small <laughs> uh, fuck what this sounds like a bad infomercial but I so want him to try to try to sell this shit I can make you a clockwork toy Ooh, it can be in the form of an animal, a monster, or a person that can move five feet per turn in random direction, making wow. appropriate noises. <laughs> or a fire starter. Oh, tell me more about this fire starter. Well, it takes me an hour to make. <laughs> but <laughs> that's only to ensure the quality that you come to expect from Paradox. So I have to sit here for an hour while you put this thing together. Well, how long are you going to be here? I got nowhere to be today. I'm yeah, 12. Yeah, that's what I thought. You're fucking 12. You should be in school. You're obviously a delinquent anyway. I nowhere to be. Just sit there and chew your fucking bubble gum. I graduated <laughs> already. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the fire starter. <laughs> Paradell, are you well? What's with the sudden hostility? He's 12, dude. Yeah, I am not charismatic. How about five gold? Well, she likes the fire starter. I shit <laughs> the five gold. <laughs> well, you were just about to take a magic box. No, the fire, the fire starter uh, uh, is... <laughs> it takes one action to produce miniature flame to light things. You know, so you can light your cigars there. They made a bubble gum. <laughs> Why would I want to light that on fire? Are you, are you thick, man? For sure. <laughs> Like, do you have problems? Break. Not that I care to describe Break. with a twelve-year-old girl, but oh. yes. <laughs> Hold on a second. I just have a, just an idea. Uh huh. Could I try? What I want to do, what I really want to do, is sort of double-cross this girl. See if we can get information so that, like, later down the road. This 12-year-old Boris the Butcher, like, comes back at us. Um, but I'd like to, like, convince her somehow that, like... Are you trying to plan so you your wanna, own You want to create enemies just to... Yeah, just to I just want this 12-year-old girl to come back and, like, fight us. <laughs> but I want to tell her... It originated from a thought of telling her that we have, like, a line Why don't like, you just find out where her mother is and just kill her? Like, I mean, like... Or, you know, right, you're talking a hobbit. Vengeance plot. Whoa. You're talking a hobbit. We've already got don't one person we're trying to kill. Yes. Why are we... Yes. No. 
All right. Oh. I don't have any parents. Paradel leans in. Paradel leans in again. And he says, "Listen, we want some information. I can make you some exquisite things, or we have some gold. What's information worth to you? Who is the Nighthawk?" Say I'm just messing with you guys. I got all I need. I'm really just wondering why you want to know. We got a job to do. Yeah? Well, what kind of job? Because the Nighthawk and me are pretty good friends. See? It's unfortunate. <laughs> we heard he might have information about the assassination of the king and queen. Yeah. Oh, and crown prince. Well, you we might be right about that, the but crown prince. you're wrong about so many other things. I wonder things. why. Yes, but we're less wrong than the dwarf, and that's really all we need to get a spy through the day. <laughs> got about an eight-second timer in my head before Hobbit just starts going. You know, she, she looks to you, Zero. She says, a man who can speak some reason. He don't even look like much of a man at all. The title never really meant much to me. All right. You gotta promise me something. You don't hurt the Nighthawk. She's been good to me. Are you really surprised? Every person we've walked into thinking that they're a man has been a woman. <laughs> this is now the third one. This is true. I'm not surprised anymore. Yeah. Right. Oh, Sorry, Apple. The Hapless Heroes podcast, purveyor of strong female characters. Uh, <laughs> right. Captain right. Kip. Anyways. She says, what do you want to do with her? Like, be honest with me. What do you think she did? We are in, we are trying to figure out uh, who is responsible for the assassination. The name was dropped as someone who might have information about the assassination. That is ultimately our goal. She says, what do you know about the king and queen? We we didn't even want this. Somehow we got dragged into the middle of this. She's like, social soup here. She's like, I don't want you to, to suffer the same fate that I did. I got jerked around a little bit by the, the players in this situation. I, I do this because... Well... The Baron's not a kind man. And between him and the old Crown family, like... My parent, my, my, my parents, uh... Well, he killed them. And the Nighthawk took me in. She taught me things. She helped me learn how to use information to, to do some, some good in this world. It's like, you don't know nothing about the old king and queen. They weren't these nice people that people make them out to be. You don't know when, I, when, when I'm behind closed doors. I'm kind of happy they're gone. The new queen is great. She should have been there the whole time. Her parents were scum. She says, whatever... Your motivations are for this Nighthawk. I I'm telling you, she's not your enemy. That Baron, 
that Baron's not a good man. And if you're working for him, well, I got nothing to say to you. And she kind of just gets up and starts walking away. We aren't working for anybody. Well, technically we're working for us. Shh. Yes. Right. She says, well, then what do you choose? You want to choose all that gold, all that riches he's promising you? Or do you want to do what's right? Yes. <laughs> she says, think about it. I'll be here. We do have a whole week. This is day one. We do have a whole week. What if it's a six-day fight? I hope you brought... We are trying to get to the truth. And wherever that leads us is the side we will end up on. I'm going to be honest with you. The truth hurts. Love hurts. Well, it's... Is that I fucking we wisdom should, from Hoglet for once? that out on ourselves uh, by meeting... Wisdom mom. nuggets. Oh, wisdom. Did we just crack an exit knowledge? She's okay. I'll... Let me talk to her. Let me talk to her. You guys, meet me back here tomorrow. We'll say 11 o'clock in the afternoon. What day is this? October? <laughs> <laughs> It is today. Tomorrow it's a month, will be and tomorrow. And it's, I think, it's Friday. September, October oh, time frame. You guys, oh, no it is. Today. It is. It's a, it's a Friday, and here's why. You guys got back from the Zero Excursion on a Thursday oh. for brunch. No, not the Zero Excursion. The, um, the Morden Craigard. Yeah. yeah. Is that what I said? Did I say Zero? You said the Zero Excursion. Freudian slip, I guess. Freud was wrong, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, so it's Friday. All right, so tomorrow is Saturday. Uh, I guess I mean like find a spot to or follow this girl. Yeah, I I think she's a little too savvy to be followed by our clunky asses. Well, uh, you have you have one at least one person who might be able to do it. We have yeah, yeah we have yeah. some pretty. I'm not doing it because I'm the size of a Volkswagen. I'm not doing. You're not either. doing it because you're about as loud as a Volkswagen. Yes. Are these all knocks on the fact cool. that a bunch of wolves... And Ezra's a fucking ninja. Today. Yeah. 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 I have some spells, too, so... I'm that make to you even more yeah. ninja-like. Gwen at least knows how to shut up in public, so he's got a better chance than either of us. Probably <laughs> stand still. Is that... Are you guys trying to tail uh, Boris the Butcher? I think um, we need to find ourselves uh, some kind of lodgings if we're going to be here for a week. All right, well, she's leaving now, though. Okay, well, so Zero has we're no letting her go. following her. Are we yeah. letting her go, or should I'm we should we go. should we follow are we going her tomorrow? To pick any, are we going to pick or... anyone in this whole conflict that we are going to deal with in good faith? Because we... we're not dealing with anybody in good faith right now. This twelve-year-old girl didn't get to be where she's at. <laughs> I mean, she, she doesn't know. It. She knows every. She knows where everyone is. Like she has yeah. friends. Where do, where do we find you tomorrow? Right here, All right. at eleven o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> All right. Motivationally, we'll where's everybody's? Where are your heads at? I'm in. I don't want to make any new enemies. 
but I also don't want to side with someone who's just a fucking evil dickbag who also... will fucking double cross us. Alright. I uh, wish we would have just killed the fucking guy. I don't. I don't feel like Quinn cares how you feel. Right. No offense. Hoblet, Hoblet is ready for combat. Yeah. He's ready I feel like you're gonna follow us no matter what where direction we, we choose. Yep. Because so, from the beginning. Yeah. Arian I, I was advice. on the side of the cops to kill the bad lord. Like I have a bad guy. The bad yeah. lord told us we yeah. have another bad guy, so now I'm after another bad guy. Yeah. So, so now they're telling us that he's yeah. really the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. So, so remember, Black's advice. Yeah, your, your mind is like yeah. fucked right now. Right. <laughs> but I'm, I'll stay loyal to what the group decides. <laughs> I guess at this point, I feel like I'd be more of a follower than a. Like, we need like to do we feel smash. like we need to make a decision now, or do we want to take this last step and figure out? All right. So re- remember the thing that Ariane Black said: don't pick the side that's right. Pick the side that's gonna win. That's where I'm kind of <laughs> going for. Is like I want to know kind of where. Like I want as much backstory yeah. as I can get before making any like ultimate decision. However, I think that time-wise, we need to make it sooner than later. I mean, it's not... I'm going to be honest. This is not an easy decision to make and it's not intended no. to be. Right, and that's why I want to, to have as much information as Which possible. Which is why I'm giving... She's also giving you that time. Right. This is not something you can just be like, oh yeah, okay, we're going to totally do it this way. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, there's a lot to consider here because there's a lot more at stake and a lot more, you know, in play here than just you guys and, like, a murder mystery. Right. Yeah. And I, I was honest. We didn't want this. And somehow we're the <laughs> right, independent we were arbiters in the middle here. So, but again, we might as well make the right choice that yeah. one is going to ultimately help us in the long run as adventurers. Yeah. Two, we don't want to pick the wrong side. Yeah. Whether it be the correct side. Yeah. Is not the point. It's the point of being and honestly all all we really have to do is get a location on no one wrote any letters or the nighthawk wrote a letter no the nighthawk did not write any letters so we could the nighthawk was just made mention of okay by the so everyone wants to know who the nighthawk is right yeah i want to know who the nighthawk wants to know who the nighthawk is and we have found like the one person who knows who knows who the nighthawk is also might as well we know that the nighthawk was working with the original arian black somehow and for whatever that's worth. I mean and I'm just bringing in in like my knowledge of Game of Thrones is <laughs> the, the the queen is ultimately in charge right now right and these people seem to really like her right I'm almost thinking well, that we we've got a representation from an approximate one of the general population of this entire kingdom of how well the queen is liked. Well, I did say... True. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's recapping really far back. During our first episode, when Quinn did like a history check of the area of Aralon, yeah. uh, or the kingdom of, you know, of Vesh, he did, he did recall that this particular queen, Queen Dara Vesh, is like a woman of the people. Like, everyone loves her. She's like very, very, very right. well liked because she takes care of her people in her kingdom. Well, so was, and I think we were... Didn't she... Did we meet her... No, you met her captain of the guard. Right. Kip. Kip. 
You have didn't, not met. You have not met the queen. Yet. Didn't we also know that the king and queen and prince were much loved by the people? And this is something that's. You don't really know much about them. You only know about current politics. Okay. All right. So, and we also don't have to. We could just find out where she is and go like leave from there. We don't have to kill her if if we want to play it off as if they had nothing to do with it. Speak for yourself. Well, the only well, the only we're talking way about that I'm going to feel comfortable killing the Nighthawk would be if the Nighthawk comes after us first, as in we don't attacks start us. Fights, we finish them. Right, or we decide that we're siding with the Baron. I'm trying to figure out everybody's relationships. Yeah, no, good call. Is it a good tangled, nasty web? Boris hates the Baron. Uh-huh. The Baron hates Kip. Kip hates the Baron. Kip doesn't know the Nighthawk. The Nighthawk hates but wants to know who the... Or the Baron wants to know who the Nighthawk is, but maybe hates him. Boris loves the Nighthawk. Boris hates the Baron. And the Baron probably hates Boris? Question mark? The Baron may not well may Baron not be may aware not of, but Boris is. more so the class, like what you you know, effing liberals. <laughs> sure. So the representation probably so what, in his case it'd probably be more effing poor people. The Baron doesn't like. Right. So poor it sounds people. like the Baron's a dick, but I didn't trust Kip from the beginning, so now I'm confused. But we'll see what happens. We this will. Just, this is we will see what happens. Okay, so ultimately, we are in a moment right now. Do we follow the Nighthawk? If we get right. caught following that... I'm sorry, not the Nighthawk. Um, but I'm Boris. Sorry, Boris. 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 Following to Boris the Nighthawk. Yeah. To the Nighthawk. Potentially. If we get Who caught doing going. so, we are going to show our hand. We are basically going to yeah, show should Boris wait it that out. we don't trust her. We yeah. should wait it out. Yeah. We have another chance to follow her. I don't to want to tangle with her. this 12-year-old girl just yet. Right. I feel like we should gain as much trust of everybody as possible... Until we are forced to make a decision or we are ready to make a decision. They've all got to know that they all want to kill each other. I feel like we're not giving anybody anybody any new information, I don't think. Everyone wants to kill everyone. This web sounds pretty well. And we're just trying to kill everyone. So I say we, we we take respite for the night and... See you in the morning. I'm also disgusted at the DMs grin right now. I'm just so happy. I, I This is it. Like I have two and a half pages written of just notes and that's it. And you guys have taken this to a whole new level and I just really love you a lot. Let's get some rest. Yeah. Yeah, I stole some yeah. weed from that herbalist. <laughs> you couldn't Those are daffodils. They were labeled weeds. Oh shit. Never mind. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) It seems that uh, you guys have yet another decision to make. You're going to rest until morning. So you guys roll up to the local inn in this particular quarter of town, Patty's place. And uh, spend the night. You know, it's... Rather you know, negligible for room and board this night. This night, I'm not going to really make you guys subtract any more gold. It just doesn't really matter. And you awake in the morning. And before we call it, have you reached a decision? 
I don't think we can make a decision until we see what's up. I think we need, yeah, we need to go. We need more information. We, we, need, to, we need to see what Boris yeah. and Nighthawk have yeah. decided. I feel like the ball's in their court right now. It is. We You're put right it now. in their court and mm -hmm. we need to let that happen. Sure. Yeah. They need to prove to us that they're worth $4,500. Yeah. <laughs> Gold. Did he, I say he's that? He's not out? wrong. 4500 no. gold. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not my struggle. It sucks to be you. Let's just be as diplomatic as we can about this. We're we're in way too deep to start being diplomatic at this point. Well, we are way too deep. What no, are we trying no. to do? What he is the mission us in. here? We're all up to our meeting with the Nighthawk, I guess. That's no, seemed... I mean, like, what is our overarching plan here? We want to be something in this world. We want to make a name for ourselves as we want to be the runners. right. We want to be the protectors of the of the side that wins. Right. Ultimately, that's what that's where I want us to be, because. For Quinn, he wants us to get a name for ourselves. We want to be well known as but well known for crucible what crucible runners as right right because crucible runners is just like a profession so to speak and it's a very um, open for interpretation profession. I mean, we already are are like our group is already known. Like mm -hmm. this whole thing with Kragar obviously is out there. We're being watched. We're being watched. We might as well tread as thoughtfully and deliberately. Yes, as deliberately. Possible. That's the word I wanted. Yeah. Tread deliberately. Mm -hmm. Make decisions that are going to ultimately put us in a position that we're not going to be arrested, killed, or maimed. Cool. Preferably so I feel not like maimed. Without any more information from Boris or the Nighthawk, I'm already getting like super bad vibes about the Baron here. I feel like sure he might not even be good on his word. Sure. No, I I and I, I don't disagree with you. I think we need to see where they stand. If they're yeah. willing to invite us into their circle or pay us more money. I don't think they're going to. <laughs> no, I don't think Honestly, so at this point, we didn't even we don't even have any written anything from the Baron. It's all right. just just taking right. him on his word in the moment. So Yeah. No, I don't yeah, I completely agree with you. But if we know, he, and we know how much of a fan of seals he is. But if he's as powerful to be able to kill a king and queen, we don't want to necessarily be rubbing him the wrong way too soon. Yeah. We want to make sure that we've got allies in all of this. So let's play dumb. It, I agreed. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. We're pretty, we're we pretty good to, at we that. We need to look like <laughs> open uh, agents. We're not playing. Without being disloyal too quick. Disloyal to whom? Right. Well, we're, that's what I mean. We, we're, we already we have no loyalty like, to either right. side. We're, we're not, we haven't given, yeah, we haven't given any information to anybody yeah. that right. they didn't already know. So yeah. I feel like we are in a position to help out the side that we choose to. At this point, yeah. Peridol clearly does not want to help the Baron, which I don't disagree with. But I think we need to make sure that we're not left out in the cold by the other side, no. too. I don't necessarily not want to help the baron it's just that's not a guarantee right i don't see the baron as being anyone who is going to be on our side we right. killed his friend we need to tread super <laughs> carefully we want to kill boris's friend this this conflict <laughs> was a secret between a bunch of people like this is a secret war that's been going on essentially right 
and, and now we have shown that we know that the conflict exists. Right. So we're a liability to both sides. Both sides. Agreed. The minute we make ourselves any more of a liability, it's bad news for us. We're done. Right. So off to go meet with the Boris and the Nighthawk. Yes. Okay, you awake in the morning. You go to the runner house. Boris is there waiting for you, chewing another bubblegum cigar. Yes. She says, okay, follow me. You weren't followed? Not that we know of. So she starts leading you guys through the streets, cutting every now and again through different alleys, you know, taking sort of these long, drawn-out routes to sort of, you know, if there were anybody following you, um, to sort of take them off the trail. And eventually she takes you down into somewhere in the residential district on the sort of northwestern uh, side of the city. And takes into an alley which kind of goes back into another alley which curves into another alley and it's starting to get a little bit narrow and is it you... dimly lit? no <laughs> way to fucking ruin it I had to get that in there <laughs> real quick I'm sorry. no I'm just kidding we only have like five no I know I'm just kidding and uh <laughs> As you're sort of making your way down, um, do me a favor. Hold on. I feel like I haven't rolled at all during this episode. What's everybody's passive perception? Thirteen. I think it's thirteen. Eleven. Twelve. Fifteen. Okay. Wow. Also twelve. <laughs> okay. Never mind. After a few moments of walking through this alley um you eventually hear a shuffle on one of the roofs that are like you know in the alley around you and in front of you and behind you um two well total of four uh figures gracefully drop down from the rooftops and land in the street they are masked and uh wielding you know, um, these sort of long, like the curved blades, and they say, Come no further. The Nighthawk will, will come to you. And they kind of are holding their blades out, like, you know, almost like, you know, just kind of keeping you stayed right there, you know? Um, you can even see a few more eyes um, through some masked, like, um, hoods, like staring at you from the rooftops with uh, bows drawn. And out from, Sort of another shadowy alley is a uh, what appears to be a woman, you know, also wearing sort of like a hooded black like um, like like leather armor with like certain like some chains and just sort of ornate like carvings into it. And uh, she kind of like looks up, and you can you can't really see her her face or her eyes, just kind of like maybe the, like the tip of her nose and like her mouth. And she says, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And she pulls down her hood, and it's Captain Kip. And that's where we're going to call it for this episode. So this has been a great episode of The Hapless Heroes. I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM for this evening. Uh, as we leave you off on this uh, cliffhanger, I just want to say 
I'm swinging on this dirty bitch. <laughs> the episode's over. I just want to say, guys, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we are having an absolute blast making this show. And uh, I just want to say thank you again for everybody out there. Um, if you like what you heard, you can definitely follow us. We are all over the internet. We're on Twitter, Facebook, everything like that. We're just, you know, on Twitter, we're at Hapless Heroes. We broke the internet. <coughs> we, we broke the internet. We're should. blowing it up. Yeah. yeah. One download at a time. Um, hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. We also even have a Gmail account if you don't have any social media. If you want to just talk to us, ask us questions about the show or whatever, you know, it's just haplessheroes at gmail.com. We have a Patreon page if you feel that we are, you know, worth your hard-earned dollars to feed us uh, poor nerds every week. And without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and outro our party. We have Joe playing Ezra. See ya. Mike playing Quinn. And a dirty cop. Dave playing Zero. This does not compute. Zach playing Paradel. Tangled web, my friend. Tangled web. And James playing Hoblet. You rule the day you crossed me. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM for this evening. Uh, we love you all, and we will see you next week when the plot thickens. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>